Hello everyone, this is Peter Grandich on Saturday morning, March 27th at 11.30 a.m. As always, this is not to be considered investment advice. You should speak to a licensed financial advisor before making any investment decision and to read my disclosures at the bottom of my website. I am speaking as a private investor to my friends and followers, many of whom have been clients of mine for some part of my now 39th year in and around the financial arena. Now, believing I had already made my last public comments about my personal holdings, an overwhelming, and I have to underline, overwhelming number of most gracious and uplifting series of communications from literally folks from around the world, many of them not clients and will never be ones, has led me to partially say yes to those who keep asking for me to continue sharing what I'm doing in my own portfolio. I will do so but with the following mandatory conditions. Number one, you can't, I repeat, can't treat this in any manner as some sort of advisory service. Number two, you do so knowing I may never speak about this company again, buy more, sell part or all of it, or never speak about it in any form again without any public disclosure about that. Number three, for the love of God, Fully appreciate both the financial and mental anguish risk speculating slash gambling includes, but not limited to, loss or part of all your capital, your wife and your family wishing they never heard your name, inability to hold shop objects after getting a quote, promise not to make any voodoo dolls and call them by my name. Number four, do not listen and especially don't bother to tell me in any manner what some internet troll is saying on some chat form about me, the stock, or any combination of both. And number five, do not email, text, or call asking about any of these companies now or in the future. If and when I do refer to them, it'll be all at once and either via my blog or YouTube. If all you do that, I'll try to speak from time to time about them. Now, with all this in mind, Let me note my four largest holdings as I speak. My single largest holding, and I can't imagine ever having this big one again because I don't think my heart can afford it, is Arizona Metals. I linked three research reports below. One of them is just being released now, the agonist one. I direct your attention to that analyst calling this possibly just the tip of the iceberg because not only was his Ph.D., in BMS deposit, it is he who first got Michael Gentile to look at Arizona Metals when it was under a dollar. I am convinced, like he and the other analysts are, that this can be far much bigger than it presently is. It can all change tomorrow, but I never felt more optimistic when this is all said and done. It'll be worth and or sold for billions of dollars. My second largest holding remains American Pacific Mining. Simply put, this is as much a bet on the principals running the company as the projects they have put together. In my heart of hearts, and knowing my internet troll fan club will lock on to this, I would have the current CEO and president run just about any other expiration deal and find no need to sleep with one eye open, something I ended up having to do when this industry was my main livelihood. I, of course, kept also my hands much lower when I slept back then for protection thanks to the bad characters I ended up working with and for, who usually led to me getting a good kick in the you-know-what.
I suspect we're going to have a series of news flows on three or more key projects, plus the potential for some pleasant surprises making American Pacific Mining a core holding of mine. Now, most of you know of my great love for uranium a couple years ago for the first time ever, when few thought it could ever rise out of the ashes, pun intended. The gains it had afforded those of us who bought them when seemingly few wanted to would normally have taken years, if not a decade or more, to achieve, but we saw them just in months. Hard to believe, so many said thanks but no thanks when Cameco was 8 and now they gladly paid $30 last week. While the easy money is now behind us, there's still a very promising future for much higher uranium prices and the need to find and develop more as demand for energy is now on everyone's mind worldwide. Knowing already what I think of Michael Gentile, I immediately jumped on board when he noted keen interest to me of a new uranium play. Since he had previously shared with me, he didn't see himself get heavily involved in juniors in this sector, despite concurring with my uranium price outlook because he inevitably believed the dip most difficult challenge to juniors would be able to actually build the mine uh, and also series of other reasons. When he shared why Ivor expiration could be the exception to the rule, I didn't have to hear any more and dove in with both feet. Now, the stock is more than doubled in a week in the open market when it started trading uh, more than by appointment only, and almost as tripled from the private placement price many of us were in at. The graph I provide below can help if anyone is trying to figure out valuation versus share price vis-a-vis -vis other key, S key U.S. uranium plays. One thing I believe is fairly certain. The groups getting involved are likely to light this market up for a while, pun intended. I suspect we shall see another financing to really bulk up this play and would be the only way that apparently a lot of keen interest wants in to get any size at this point. There's also a series of names being tossed around as people that are interested, and this is the type of play at this type of time that can get very, very uh, much attention and have uh, you know a much bigger run than maybe sometime just a couple of years ago. Now, my personal plan at this moment is to hold all my shares through this year, so I won't get too caught up in the day-to-day -day share price. I do think at this point, a pause that refreshes can give those interested on becoming shareholders an opportunity to consider doing so. Finally, Constantine Metals remains a play I continue to believe the second half of 2022 will be more of an interest, but I will use any sustained weakness to be a buyer, and as I believe even Michael Gentile would state, this would be his most undervalued play of all his holdings at the moment. Okay, I'll be back next weekend with a general financial markets and economy pack podcast. In the meantime, please... Have a most blessed and safe weekend.